But our topic today is what? Is uh help. I'm in love with <laughs> what my, is it? My husband is narcissistic. No, I thought it was like help. I'm in love with a narcissist. Because not everybody that watches us is married. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, no. We're talking about being in love with or being in a relationship with somebody who's narcissistic. And that's a real thing and it's tough. So we wanted to go ahead and, and chop it up and address it here on the Four Day Love Podcast. I'm excited. We got a new little setup here. We're still working on some stuff, but we'll we'll get it going as time I'm goes on. I'm excited because our <laughs> I don't care how raggedy our setup is. It's in our new home. <laughs> Absolutely. Blah, 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 blah. Absolutely. We still ain't get the sound effect, y'all. But that's all right. We're gonna work on that. Look, I am like so excited to to be in our home. You know, this is we 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 um left off at season one. You mm. know, the end of season one and and um, that, thank God, the way everything just kind of coordinated and, and set itself up while we were on our break, which we didn't plan this, right. but, you know, God in his providence, you know, would have it that while we were on our break from season one, getting prepared for season two, that we also transitioned into our new home. Right. So that was a crazy journey. And, yes, uh, <laughs> and uh, that kind of like, you know, um, goes into our topic today. Um, speaking of narcissists, we actually dealt with one throughout our home buying process, mm -hmm. you know? So mm -hmm. you want to share the story or should I? Go ahead. Shall you, I? you started off. You started off. Well, it all started on a sunny day in South Florida. No, uh, we, 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 we um, ended up um, stepping into the home buying process. And in the middle of the, well, not even in the middle, really what was supposed to be the end right. of our, um, you know, our buying process, um, we were a week out, you know, from closing and we found out that we were dealing with a um, lender who had actually um, inflated our numbers mm -hmm. with a, a loan officer actually, who was inflating the numbers and he had done it to us, but see what he didn't know was like, we can, we are children of the most high God. And God was like, I'm not about to bless my people off of, of deception. Yeah. And so God came in and blew up his spot. Yeah, really blew up his spot. Blew up his spot and we found out that he, what he was doing and then it turned into this whole long two month drawn out process of the the mortgage lender trying to correct his mistakes right. and not get sued right and um and and basically make sure that we were able to close the deal on this on this property so that was crazy mm -hmm. and just from that experience with um you know you don't realize like narcissism is like it, it is a disorder mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and and especially like now 
where we're we're in the social media generation and so so many of us are like fixated with self you know you know how the scripture talks about even you know in scripture it talks about in the last days men will be lovers of themselves and most people don't realize it like that's narcissism Mm -hmm. you know narcissism is basically you being self-centered, selfish, self-promoting, like everything is about self, right. you know, a, a, a inflated sense of self. So um, we had to deal with somebody who was like that, who um, in our home buying process, who felt like they wanted to put themselves first and receive this big commission, you know, no matter what impact it had on the lives of other people, namely us, you know, our son, we would have been homeless if God didn't, you know what I'm saying, intervene and be God, like God, if God didn't come in and God the situation, right. we would have been in trouble. And not only us, but the sellers of the home as right. well, right. because um, we found out that he was inflating the numbers after everybody had transition it was like a week away from closing so the sellers had moved out into their new property Mm -hmm. and then we had moved out you know in with my parents to kind of wait out that week gap that we had between the time we needed to move out and the time to close and for the sellers if it didn't get resolved they would have to be responsible for their new place and and the the mortgage on this place and we we are kind of sitting in limbo no we was homeless okay (laughs) we was homeless okay so anybody out there feeling some kind of way because the belchers got a new house you got to be homeless first so if you (laughs) if you want the house you also got to want the homelessness in jesus name yeah at least we had the roof over our head, you know. In, yeah, in we had a roof but... over our head, but it wasn't our roof. Yeah. <laughs> so it made, you know, right. it, it feels good when you got a roof over your head that's your roof. Right. Even if you're renting it or, you know, you're, you're right. purchasing, it doesn't right. matter as long as it's yours. Right, right. And so, yeah, that was definitely intense. That was definitely intense. And we're here now. Praise his high name. We're here now. It's, it's beautiful. Um, we are kind of getting things together, you know, the the paint job that you see um in the back here, you know, we we did it. She was the primer. I was the painter. We had some other help too. AKA I did most of the work and they just came <laughs> right. up. And they just came up and was like, "Let me fill in the gaps." <laughs> pretty pretty much. And so it was a it was a nice dark brown color. Uh, no no shade on the people that used to Oh, I ain't shade dark brown. <laughs> I like dark brown. <laughs> But uh, we had to lighten it up a little bit. And so, you know, so it's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be cool to be in this new place and, and start to kind of really make it our own, you know, little by little. We we have a vision for it. And so it's going to be cool. And hopefully we can uh, bring you guys along the journey to all the little projects absolutely. that we do. I feel like most of our, you know, most of our listeners, most of the people that support us have already kind of been on the journey with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there were so many people that were praying for us that was encouraging us like every day shout out to like hhr his heavenly rose um if you're listening to this podcast and and you don't know there's the phenomenal work that is happening and this is not on subject at all but i have to like shout these people out Mm -hmm. because they're you know when when god is doing something in your life and you don't understand what's going on or things are kind of looking crazy. Mm-hmm. It is so vital, 
you know, to have the right people around right. you. And right. so these women um, in this group, this ministry um, that I that I'm affiliated with called um, His Heavenly Rose. Um, shout out to Kristen Goliath, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. McFarland. I'm sorry, Kristen Goliath, yeah. McFarland, <laughs> and um, her her ministry, His Heavenly Rose, and those sisters there really propped me up um my great realtor stephanie um yarns so mm -hmm. do you guys get at all of these people if you need a yeah. good realtor at stephanie yarns on social media um if you if you need a, a place where you are wanting to connect um with with women in a women's group that's um his heavenly rose also pure hearts ministry erica woolly uh gully woods mm -hmm. or woods gully sorry you guys i'm butchering <laughs> y'all name but um you don't get these husbands upset i know right they gonna be like you're narcissistic you're only thinking about the women um but yeah erica woods gully and her ministry pure hearts um, that's attached to another ministry called Warframe. So it was just like this influx of support yeah. and 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 prayer and people encouraging us. Like I had friends who was like, "Girl, you need what you need. I ain't got no money, but whatever I got, you right. know, you can have it." Right. You know. And even the encouragement, you know, while people we were telling people, kind of like some of the, you know, the the struggles that we were dealing with, mm -hmm. you know, it was so frustrating. And they were all encouraging, whether we knew them intimately or not. Mm -hmm. um, it was so cool to see so many people just, you know, uh, just just ride rally with around, us. Yeah, yeah, just rally, rally around, around us. us. It was it was definitely. It was beautiful. like our win was their win. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. And I feel like that's the kind of people, right, that you need around you, mm -hmm. um, especially when you are trying to build something. Yeah. You know, when you're trying to build something, you're building a business or a family or whatever it is that that God is 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 doing in your life you definitely need people around you that feel like your win is their win right you know right. um we have you say no names but um <laughs> you know the 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 people that rallied around us far outweighed um those individuals who were less supportive right. i say it like right. that Right, but I won't call them haters. I'll just say they were less supportive. <laughs> less supportive. Yeah, yeah. That's great. But speaking of less supportive, that 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 takes me um, right into our subject for today, mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about guys um, how to recognize first of all if you are in love with or relationship with dating, entertaining mm -hmm. um, somebody who is a narcissist. So when you think about that word narcissist what comes to mind like how could how would nate identify a narcissistic person i think the easiest one is when you let's use dating right let's just mm -hmm. let's say somebody that you just met and uh the whole conversation is about them like that right there is already a yellow flag, flag. right you yellow know? well it's a yellow you never know they might just be excited about what's going on in their lives so, i guess you know, uh, wow you're just gonna do go jump just to you well know, it depends okay, okay, alarm, no, alarm, alarm, alarm. no it depends sometimes <laughs> now you know my shana now <laughs> sometimes i'll be talking to you for five minutes and my shana and i'll be like no <laughs> no but I think it depends for like, okay, right? So when you talk about the red flag, right? So so if we're talking and I just meet you and we're getting to know each other, obviously that's different. Mm -hmm. I need you to talk about you, right. right? Bro, but if we on date five or if me and sister girl been hanging out now for like a couple of months 
and as all sister girl want to do is talk about her, mm -hmm. her relationship, her problems, her cat, her dog, right. her one-eyed auntie, like I'm good. Right. Something's wrong. Right. Or inviting you to what she got going on, her events. Don't never want to come to my stuff though. <laughs> yep, that that's that's a that's I'm so a, glad we got an audience now on camera now that I can <laughs> Yeah. I yeah. can I can do all my funny facials. Yeah, so yeah, I can see I can see I can see those situations. Um and a and a guy, um it's easy when <laughs> Don't want to, you know, give the guys, you know, you, you know, there's a code, a bro code, you know, you're not not supposed to, you know, divulge some things. Why are you making that face? Because ain't no darn going bro code on the ordained love podcast. That's why we here to spill the beans. To spill the How beans. else are we supposed to know? No, Steve Harvey broke the guy code. He okay? did. Steve Harvey when messed it wrote, up for all the No, dudes. Steve Harvey ain't messed it up. Steve Harvey made it fair. That's what Steve Harvey uh, did. Steve Harvey broke the broke the bro code for everybody and just destroyed it. Not only did Steve he Steve Harvey got himself a nice check. That's what he did. And a couple of ways. He did it in a book, which you know, he knew women was gonna read, but then he exposed it when he got that movie out. Well, maybe I don't know if he got it. Out. No, that was in his movie and i'm sure marjorie was like hey steve <laughs> well the one way you'll tell a guy is definitely if he's very self uh like you said self-promoting earlier you mm. know everything is about them what they're going to do what their vision is and and for the woman you're just there as an ornament mm -hmm. you know you're just there mm -hmm. as like that piece like you're not really needed mm -hmm. in the e equation mm -hmm. Um, but you just, uh, you know, an you're accessory. just an accessory. And I wear you like I wear a purse or you know? whatever in the mail sense, a watch or whatever the case is. So, I mean, it could be, it could be, it's, it could be hard. Cause you know, the guy wants to be able to be established. Mm -hmm. He wants to be able to have his own stuff, his own business, his own whatever. Mm -hmm. But if that's like your focus and your grind, and then you're now trying to be, have an interest in someone mm -hmm. else. Then the, the 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 what you gotta start thinking is how can you now be a part of my life where now we can work together, mm -hmm. right? But if there's no together, it's like this is my stuff. You're just part of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Then you you probably okay. So with let me let me let jump on right you're there. Jump. Okay, let me jump right there because in the context of oh, I hate to say it like this. In the context, I'm not going to say uh, in the context of ordained love, because I want to make the clear separation. In the context of westernized Christianity, as we learn it in a lot of our churches, oh, you're trying, oh, you trying to go there, AKA, to, right? AKA church culture, right? Okay, that's a, no, because that's a, that's a great point. No, that's sure. a great point because what most most women here, and this is not just about men and women and marriage relationship you can be dealing with somebody who's narcissistic and they just be your best friend mm -hmm. girlfriend guy friend your mom could be narcissistic your dad can be narcissistic. so but i'm saying just like for example in this particular context that's important because especially in um church culture i'll say it like that in in church culture um, a, a lot of times what you will hear is, oh, the man is supposed to come with the vision and the woman just helps him to fulfill that vision. And so are we priming men to cultivate a narcissistic mindset 
when we teach doctrine or when we teach principles such as, well, the man is the one with the vision and the woman just comes alongside him. Um, because now, not that I've never, you ain't crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little. No. Well, no. Because <laughs> I like having I crazy contests. Okay. But I never had that. I never had a situation where you came in saying, well, this is my vision and you just called to help me fulfill it. But I've heard teachers and preachers and 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 men of God, you know, say those kinds of things. A man is called to lead. You know, obviously we know that man is the leader and da da da. da. But it's like, well, he has the the man has the vision for the family, the household, and the woman's job is to come alongside him and help him fulfill that that vision. And to me when taken out of context or when when that is not explored and broken down and really explained it's easy for even men who are believers even men who are christians to to cultivate a narcissistic mindset like i am the one who god gave the vision to and she's just here to help me facilitate that so then everything is focused on me we got to get me to where I'm going. We got to, you got to support my career. You got to pour into my vision. My, 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 my self, 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 self. That, what does that look like? That looks like, um, you know, you being in a relationship or a marriage where your husband is not emotionally available, mm -hmm. sometimes not physically available, and you're stuck at home with all the responsibility, mm -hmm. responsibility to take care of the home, responsibility to take care of the kids. And in a lot of cases, you still have to work as a woman and go outside the home and help to provide for the household. But then you have somebody saying, this is my vision, this is my house, and you're just an accessory mm -hmm. that's coming alongside me to help you know what I'm saying? To help me facilitate the life that I want or the life that I see for myself. And I feel like a lot of times what happens is women, when 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 we buy into that notion and when we buy into that concept, we end up compromising so much of ourselves, right? right? And we end up pouring into a narcissistic mindset and you know what I'm saying? Only to a lot of women find that they lose themselves right. in their marriages. And so, and so do you, do you think that, 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 that principle or that idea of the man having the vision or the man being the only one that can have the vision, a vision for what, what the family, you know, the, the marriage and the mm -hmm. family, do you think that cultivates a narcissistic mindset? the way that you said the way that culturally we explain it absolutely um but i i do believe that men do have that that vision that the head that you have the responsibility of where the family goes no matter what happens to the family whatever what happens to the marriage mm -hmm. if it doesn't work out it's on the dude mm -hmm. like and i stand by that you could have the most you know what i'm saying a loose wife in the world mm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying define loose. <laughs> I, I, you can use your imagination take it where you want to go mm, with it help my imagination <laughs> but i do believe that at the end of the day it really is up to the man to ensure 
the the longevity of the mm. relationship and 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 if he and if he's not there if he's not able to the responsibility is is on him mm. he i mean not sole responsibility but you know right. just like just like adam and eve so you want a vision you got to take the responsibility you got to take the responsibility you want the head spot you got to take the responsibility absolutely so and, but i think that's why a man should be very cautious about what he deems vision mm, fellas how are you defining vision you know so if vision is my career mm. and i need you to make sure that i'm good and all that stuff mm -hmm. then then it as far as i understand it that's not the vision that god gave mm -hmm. you know that's mm -hmm. a, that's your vocation that's your purpose that's something that you want to be able to accomplish and that's why there's that situation where the woman may feel like she loses herself because she got a vision too she well she got a purpose too mm -hmm. she got mm -hmm. something that god called her to do too right, right, and right. so you got your stuff she got her stuff so if my stuff now becomes the vision for the family, you just come alongside to be my helpmate, mm. then now of course you're gonna lose yourself because now you gotta sit your stuff on the side so you can help mm. me grow what I got going on. Right, right. Right? But a vision, a true vision, if it's coming from God, it's gotta be where God is taking us. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And so yeah, now yeah, so the good. vision can't be just about just about one me person. and where I'm going and right. you helping me. Right. The vision is what did God ordain for us yes. to do right, right, what right. role do i play, play as what, a visionary right and what, and what role, role do you play as also a facilitator. as and a visionary and, as yeah, well yeah. because there are i mean look a, a man who finds a good wife finds favor in the lord right well, he just said a wife and even say God ain't even say she got to be good. She only even got to be a good she wife. She's just got to be a wife. Oh, we need to like, I guess that's good. No, don't try to rewrite scripture. <laughs> they, they said, like, they, at least it, <laughs> they, nobody thought to put a good in there. They said she got to be a good, at least a that, good wife. He that finds a good wife. <laughs> God, like, hold up, slow down, you know. I just hey, said she got to be a wife. Hey, hey, now yeah. you can cultivate her and determine whether she's good to you or not, right. but. But I think uh, I think that's perfect that you said that because when you think about husband, right? That's what the role of a husband, mm -hmm. right? The husbandman is to cultivate. So it's kind of going off a segue just for a little bit. I think it's kind of strange that we do live in a culture, and it's sad, where a lot of a lot of marriages that we see or just relationships it's the woman really boosting the guy up, mm, you know? Mm -hmm. He's but how, so, okay, I don't want to cut you off, but I, I just want to kind of jump in because how do we define that line, right? How do well, we what define I mean by, that line What between... I mean by boosting the guy up is a little bit more than what we've been talking about. It's like she is the forerunner, mm -hmm. you know? She's, you know... The driving force. The driving force, and he's like, you know, how do I get through the day? Mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so he you know he's so she's the one really with the vision at that point whereas he's kind of like lagging behind mm -hmm. and she is the one that usually awakens you know what i'm saying the 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 man in him the visionary in him a lot of the times where the husband really should be the one to like enlighten and envision hey this is where we're going mm -hmm. if you're a true visionary mm -hmm. you know this is where we're going 
And that's something that's definitely lacking. So if so, if you do have a vision for where we're going as a family, then it's easy for a wife then to be that have that role where she's like, all right, let's go. I'm gonna ride with you wherever you go. Well, I want to I want to define that line. Right. Like so in in any relationship, whether it's a marriage relationship or friendship or whatever, family, what is that defining line? What is that defining line of, you know, I am a person who is in your life to support you or I am asking you for your support. I am asking you to, to help me figure my life out, you know, um, or just be a supportive role and supportive person in my life. Um, where is that line between healthy, healthy relationship and a person being narcissistic? Um, so I want to jump into that um, because I feel like people need to know what to look for, um, what narcissistic behavior looks like. Mm -hmm.